0: You're listening to Inside of You with Michael Rosenbaum. I feel bloated, Ryan. I feel bloated. You look great. I feel tired. I'm jet lagged from Australia. It was a great trip, but holy, when you go, when you fly that far, when you fly 15 hours, you're changing so many time zones. You get there, your body's like f off, dude, <laughs> and it says f off for a couple of days. And then I had to change, get another plane to Perth after sydney and then flying home perth to sydney sydney to la like 20 hours and i'm just like holy and i gotta do some interviews tomorrow i gotta step up man but was it magical i wouldn't call it magical i would call it a delight it was the people are a delight i would move there we saw some wonderful things i hung out with tom course tom welling my cohort from the new podcast talkville oh speaking about that folks uh, a reminder tom welling and i are doing a smallville rewatch podcast it premieres in a couple of weeks on wednesday july 13th uh ryan taez will be in that podcast he'll be enjoying you'll be enjoying him as well right ryan
1: that's right i'm very excited i'm very enjoyable
0: you're you are enjoyable subscribe wherever you get your podcast or head over to talkville podcast.com to learn more and to give you a little taste of what we got in store here's a little teaser for our new show talkville hey guys i'm tom welling i used to play clark kent on smallville i'm michael rosenbaum i used to play lex Luthor on smallville join us every week as we go back
1: way back i'm excited i know are you can't wait
0: Join Tom Welling and Michael Rosenbaum every week as they rewind every episode of Smallville and discuss their experiences with friends, fans, and co-stars. Talkville, the ultimate Smallville podcast. It's going to be a lot of fun, guys. I hope you guys subscribe. Um, we have a bunch of handles, and uh, you could follow us. It's pretty much Talkville at Talkville Pod or Talkville, but you'll find it. Just go online because I don't have it with me right now. But uh it, <laughs> just Google it. Just Google the just freaking Google thing. It. It's gonna be a great show. And you know, we're talking about Smallville we're watching every episode. To get me to watch episodes and then talk about them, it's a big feat. Back to the Inside of You episode. Uh our guest today is Tommy Flanagan. Wonderful stories. Wonderful stories. I could just listen to him talk all day. I love that accent when he's speaking. And he tells us about you know the night fight where he got his scar he tells us about the new show uh what's it called the power uh,
1: book four force
0: power book for force, force. Um, which he adores how much he loves acting and so much more but first we appreciate it if you're here for tommy that you give the podcast a chance and if you like it you know subscribe you can subscribe. Uh, uh, these handles on 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 Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. They are
1: at Inside of You Pod on Twitter, at Inside of You Podcast on Instagram and Facebook.
0: That is correct. Mm-hmm. We're very excited. Um, hopefully, you'll subscribe to the podcast. We're also on YouTube. If you want to watch it, you might miss a couple of things I do with my face, or Ryan does some reactions <laughs> that you might want to see and not just hear. Uh, you can find that on YouTube. We also have a YouTube YouTube Clips channel. And so much more. Also, if you want to join Patreon, the lovely Patreons. If you're a patron, if you don't know what it is, patrons support the podcast. They make it happen. So if you enjoy this podcast and you want to give back a little, it's easy. Go to Patreon, P-A-T-R-E. I told you I'm fucking jet lagged. Sorry for the F-bomb. Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash inside of you become a patron. I'll message you back right afterwards. Um, I haven't been on the, online for two weeks, but now I'm going to start going back and thanking people for joining. And there's so many perks and you get boxes for me if you're a top tier and shout outs on the podcast, which you'll hear at the end of the podcast. So um, it's going to be pretty amazing. And also if you want to get any great merch, tons of awesome merch, whether it's Smallville merch or Inside You merch go to the Inside of You online store. Um, some pretty groovy stuff there. And the and you can go to sunspin.com for any band stuff if you want to. Also, if you want to um, Zoom with me. Enough about that. Enough about me. Enough about this and that. Ryan, are you good? I'm all right. Are you all right? Yeah. Because you've been traveling.
1: I have been traveling.
0: Are you done traveling? Did I'm going to
1: keep traveling. Yeah. Aren't you going to Ireland tomorrow? I'm going to Ireland. Yeah.
0: Good Lord.
1: I uh, know. It doesn't stop.
0: I couldn't go because yeah. I, I, obviously this whole, I went to Metropolis, Illinois, came back for a day, flew to Australia for two weeks, just landed, can't go back to Ireland. I think I would collapse.
1: Probably. It's just
0: impossible. And I have a con, although the con just got canceled. Oh. Just found out the con got canceled. Oh. But uh, I'm still going to Palm Springs, no no matter what,
1: anyway. Great. So, Just it. in time for summer.
0: You know what they say, hmm. two tears in a bucket, mother, fuck it. You know, you said it. I didn't. Let's just do this. Let's get into Tommy Flanagan. I love this guy. He's a friend. He is. Uh, he's brilliant on this podcast. I think you're going to really enjoy him. And uh, let's just do it. Let's get inside of Tommy Flanagan. It's my point of view. You're listening to Inside of You with Michael Rosenbaum. Inside of You with Michael Rosenbaum was not recorded in front of a live studio audience. Yeah, the guests always look really good. I always talk about this, but the guests always look better than me. You're a handsome boss. Come on, don't fight it. I'm telling you. Dude. Embrace your beauty. <laughs> embrace. I, see, do you, do you feel like everybody when you do interviews? First of all, you don't the, do interviews. I don't do... Listen, I... Seriously, I
2: don't fucking do them. And when I do do them, I want them to end immediately... <laughs> It's like I'll say two words and I go. Okay, I don't want to talk to you anymore. Leave me alone. Why is that? I, I, it's always the same stories. And but when you call me, I thought you know, the beautiful rose and is going to be a laugh. And I've <laughs> old rose and bloom. And I've heard good old sparkles. And I've heard your show, and it's so funny. And it never feels like you you're, you're trying to flog something. Or, you, you know what I mean? It's just, I just want to talk. You just want, you just talk. You get inside
0: of people. <laughs> that's right get in there get right up in there son do you get people ask you a lot of times to do uh to do interviews and things and you just say no yes your agent calls you constantly your publicist calls you and says they want you to do this they want you no i'm good i want to do a photo shoot no i'm good
2: and then uh, the one then i'll suddenly do one and i'll hate it i don't know why I i i like doing what we do i just don't like all the Right, the bullshit that goes with it, you
0: know. Yeah, well, you were saying like right when we got in here, and it was good to see because we met on Guardians of the Galaxy Two. We met before, before that, that. Before that, yeah, yep. fucking. That, that's hot. right. We no, fell no. in
2: love a long time before. I can't yeah. Remember. Where did we meet? I, I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> <'Cause> I just, <laughs> I, I, maybe I just thought I knew you because when I saw you on Guardians, I thought, "There's fucking blood I'm going to go talk to him. I love him."
0: And then we started <laughs> chit-chatting. <laughs> outside we were having a smoke we call them darts in, in, do you call them darts and uh fags fags yeah you call them fags and it's
2: cigarettes don't go fucking up your blouse about this it's cigarettes
0: it's now do you still smoke no i quit everything
2: i've quit everything i'm the most boring let me give you a bit of world advice when it comes to alcohol drugs and cigarettes and (laughs) all that please please do that do it when you're 50 spend those years that fly by um you know, just making fucking money or, or doing the thing that you love. And then when you turn 50, become a like mad fucking alcoholic
0: junkie. I think is the way forward. Wait, you said when you hit 50 to become an alcoholic? Yeah. I mean, well, I'm wait. about to become 50. Are you an alcoholic yet? No. No. Well, well you're...
2: Well, you're <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm not smoking anymore. Right. I'm not... Uh, you know, I drink occasionally. That's
2: just my sense. That's just the sense,
0: that my rationale. Of right, that. Right, right, right.
2: Because you, when you get to fifteen, if you, it's rather just wasting all that time that I wasted personally, like getting fucking high and drunk and all the bullshit we do. If I'd focused more when I first got here, then you know I wouldn't have to do some of the shit that I've had to do over the years, you know, and that would be marvellous, <laughs> and I could be, I could be retired now. But in my fucking mind! Drunk, high, stoned every fucking day. I'd have been great, but
0: were you ever reckless? Reckless, Attack. where it's like where it's like you got a big speech the next morning. Yeah, you, know, you got to act, and you get just shit faced till two in the morning. i, am, I, I I'm going to say no. A fucking liar. <laughs> Never. <laughs> fucking liar. I don't know how people do it. I can't I'm,
2: do I'm, it. I'm too stressed. You know what? I you know what gets me hungover now. Huh? I, know, I just found out at Easter sugar. I had so much candy. I woke up the next day with a fucking hangover. The raven. The raven. Crazy ass Scotsman who fights and drinks like a fucking crazy <laughs> man, and and I had some too much candy at Easter, and I had a hangover the next day. It's the <laughs> never, end again. Of never Fran- again. Never again. Never
0: again. Was I? That- I'd actually said that. Never Have again. you ever like one time I got high? Actually, I got high once filming years ago. Because I had very few lines that day. So I kind of smoked a little joint. Worst. Not a good idea. I was yeah. so paranoid. I was like, I, what? Am I, what? I <laughs> not doing it right? It's not, am, I, am I off? <laughs> am I off? What's the matter? I, your energy's kind of low. You hate well. me. You hate me yeah, me. It. I was
2: paranoid. Uh, it's horrible. Have I, you done it too? I've done that. It's the worst. Thing. I did it doing Macbeth when I first started on, on, on stage. On stage? On, I was fucking the worst experience.
0: How do you get stoned before no, you do it? No, listen.
2: There's a, there's a story behind it. We'd been rehearsing, rehearsing, rehearsing. And, you know, it was the first week. We'd got the first week under our belt. The Sitch Theatre, I think it was in Glasgow or, or whatever the fuck, in Glasgow. So we're the weekend and my friend shows up in my apartment and he says, oh, I just got this amazing weed. It's called Skunk. And I thought, oh, you know, I'll try something. This is a long time ago, kids. Jesus. And I said, I'll try something up. It's 12 o'clock, by 7 o'clock, curtain up. I'll be fine. No, I smoked some of that. One o'clock, I'm still at my mind. Two o'clock, three o'clock, four o'clock. Now you're getting, o'clock. you're getting paranoid? No, I'm freaking out even more because it's getting closer to the curtain and I'm just freaked out of my mind. And um, I, then all of a sudden I'm on the stage. Macbeth, the dude, the dude. Shakespeare's flying. And about. you're still high. I'm high in my fucking mind. I can't, I can't, I want to, what am I? And then Macbeth turns to me, who, who waiteth at the door or some shit? <laughs> Who are you playing? I was playing Seton, Menteith. I played like four different characters. Oh God!
0: Oh Lord! Yeah,
2: try that one. So I'm playing all these mad, crazy characters, and then he says, "Who, who knocketh on the door?" <laughs> which is not Shakespeare. Who's that knocking on the door? And that's not. I know. I know what it was. I. I he says to me, well, "Who's knocking at the door?" And I say, "There's a couple of guys at the door," which is definitely not Shakespeare. <laughs> and Shakespeare. <laughs> Shakespeare fans sit in the audience and they turn the pages. You see them with the books and they're, they can hear that. That's
0: not what he said.
2: I said, he's just come the guys at the door. Anyway, boring story, but that's why you uh, shouldn't smoke marijuana,
0: kids. Did uh, Robert Carlyle, who got you into acting, uh, into in stage and stuff, did he? Did he call you out after? Did he say were you were you high? <laughs> did he say anything to he's you? He said he left. Probably. Do you have any on you? <laughs> Do you
2: have any? Bobby, on you? Uh, Bobby Carlyle, I love that kid.
0: That kid. You guys still talk?
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We had a little uh, a little um, um,
0: gap in, in, in our love. But uh, yeah, he's, he's he's fantastic. I always found that to be just an interesting story because your life would have been completely different, right? My life was crazy. I, I, I was working as a DJ. A uh, DJ. What kind of music are you playing in? What year is it? Bring me back. Paint right, the picture. I'm 21 years old. I'm in Greece. I was
2: DJing a little bit in Glasgow. Then I get... I, I get offered this job in Greece, and I think perfect timing. So you're a good DJ to get offered things, and like yeah, well, uh, yeah, I think the girl liked me. The girl who who was was getting married to the Greek guy who owned the, the bar, restaurant, club that I was DJing in in San, uh, uh, Santorini, Santorini. Oh, that's, no, that's an island. Well, Porta Rafti, That's where it was. Porta Anyway, I get there. In the nick of time, because I had warrants out for my arrest, so I thought it was tight, they skipped town anyway, so it was very handy. So I went there for six months, not for anything bad, just silly stuff. And I get there, and then after six months, I come back to Glasgow, because I was in love with this girl at the time, which I wasn't, five minutes off the train, I thought, what the hell am I doing back here? (laughs) And then I started DJing there, and the whole scene had changed to acid seed and house music and all that kind of stuff. So I had to throw all my records away and then start again. So then I was now in the rave scene, ah. which just cropped up everywhere. You find in a warehouse, an old barn, and you've put flyers out and thousands of people, you know,
0: and they will come. What kind of music were you playing before the rave
1: hit?
2: Before that, I was kind of eighties,
0: clubby shit. Like, who was your favorite bands back then? Who were you uh, listening to? I, I
2: would say psychedelic force, Echo uh, and the Bonnie man. Yeah.
0: Uh, were you a Smiths
2: fan? Smiths, kind of not. Morrissey always bugged the shit. At me, he, bugged, yeah. he
0: bugs me now. I love Morrissey, but now he bugs me. Yeah,
2: and I, I, yeah, I, I I used to love the Smiths. I tied the the. the, the. The, the 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 yes that was always a good one for trade pleaser that was always great. it's just
0: hard to imagine you as a dj because now i look at you you're fun loving but i mean but you're, you play these dark characters and we just were talking about this right before we started talking on the <laughs> yeah. show but you were like you want to do something funny and you, you you might do something with Reno nine one one. It's possible, right? No, we
2: well, well, let's keep that under wraps. But yeah, ho- wraps. Hopefully,
0: I was speaking to Kerry yesterday, and uh, yeah, I'd love. Well, to. Should we not mention that? Should I bleep that out? I, I don't, It's fine. It's all good. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. But you might you might do something. I didn't say you're doing something. I'm it, a, you, you, I'm, I'm, in do, I'm doing the power thing. Let me finish my
2: little story, my little journey. Did I fuck
0: your story up? I was so no no, no 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 no. I
2: just I just I I have I, I just thought about how Bobby Callel came out of the conversation. Ah,
0: the transition. Sorry.
2: Sorry. And then the transition from DJing, and then I DJed until I was like 24, 25, and then uh, I went to a knife fight without a knife, and I ended up looking like this, and they put holes in me. How how close were you to death? Dead. Deal. The, the they got me to the hospital. I was I bled out. How many times did they stab you? I I I'll leave that for my memoirs. Those those little beautiful details. Those for your memoirs?
0: Yeah, my memoir. But you had no idea that they, they just attacked you. No, just- I, I, yeah, yeah. I were you have... mouthing them?
2: No, they they told me they'd fucked up my brother. Uh, We'd done your brother, was the comment. And, and that in Glasgow means he's done, he's he's over. And I lost my shit. And I slapped some fucker and I said, I'll take all you guys outside. And I went outside like, and I waited for them like a fucking idiot. And I knew they, they, they were told up, but anyway, they come out this fire exit and I went ah! and then blah 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 fire by, your, by yourself by myself with my trusty Heineken bottle which was not very handy Jesus at
0: all. Jesus Christ. That had to terrifying. And they just, oh, stop, stop, stop. And you, did you, honestly, when you closed your eyes, you're, I'm dead now. This is my, the end of my life. I was so enraged. I remember that. But I remember the pain
2: of the knife going in.
0: It, that hurt. You could feel it. You that, weren't in shock. My, it, it hurt It just,
2: that it just, you just, your body just buckles. You, and you just feel <sighs> everything coming out you. And then he cut, he tried to stab me twice, and I grabbed the blade, and it cut through my, there all the way through to here i'm pointing in my thumb jesus so Christ. and then the other guy was yeah it was just rip rip scat anyway i got my back against the wall kept kicking and then um, i started walking and then anyway i, I survived they got me the hold like, you survived it was the story goes on and on right but they got me there and the nick of time, whatever brought me back to life and then uh bobby Carlyle. when i got out of the hospital bobby kept to see me and he said tommy why, why you keep doing this crazy world you're in? Why don't you try joining my theatre company? Come and join Rainbow. How old are you? Twenty-five. Just turned. twenty-five. And uh, I would never thought about acting in my life—not for one second. I'd always loved movies, you know. I mean, what I, did you love? What, what
0: what inspired you? What did you? Who? What actor did you? You love? know what the most bizarre thing was? Was uh, was Mad Max with Mel. Mel Gibson, Mad Max. Mad Max.
2: was I mean, sensational. I love De Niro and all that But, but a, Mad Max was a badass. But it was a badass motherfucker. And then, my first movie is Braveheart with Mel Gibson. It was one of those bizarre ones. So I did theater with Bobby mean. for a couple of years. Braveheart comes to town. Patsy Pollock, casting director, sees a little bit of me. She comes to the theater and goes, get right, have them wrapped and cleaned and was brought around to Mel tomorrow. So I go and see Mel and, the rest is, um, yeah. ah, what are
0: your what are your parents thinking when you said, yeah, I've decided not to DJ. I had this revelation. <laughs> I almost died. Carlisle comes in and says, I should be an actor. What, what are your what's what, your mom what, thinking? Because I know your thoughts, de-
2: Mama. What did Mom say? Well, my mom, um, she was uh, so relieved. I think because I mean, Glasgow is a tough, tough town, and she's just seen her son on his deathbed brought back to life with his face open and she, you know she was horrified yeah and she i remember she came to visit me in hospital this is so fucking depressing this, this is no me. this is i mean this is real shit this is this, like well it's real shit and, and but she came to see me in hospital and i remember lying there it was day one and they've got me the, the morphine thing do which was marvelous here's my
0: sound effect because I, I was a morphine pump before that's the very fella it's so good <laughs> so much fun <laughs> don't do it kids don't do it Get damaged first, then Fentanyl. do Fentanyl. Fentanyl is what you want. No, get her kidding. Gotta stay away from all that <laughs> stay shit. Away from
2: all that shit. It is all bullshit. But,
0: but she I mean, saw you there. But she
2: saw me there. And I remember thinking, oh my God, why, why is she being so strong? Why, why? I mean, not strong. I thought, well, she doesn't seem to care. i remember thinking, I can't be that bad, because I hadn't seen myself, obviously. Right. can't be that bad. And she's tucking the bed, and there's friends all around me. I've got like a million flowers. I look like fucking Liberace with the middle of roses I've got. <laughs> So my mom said, then then she leaves. And then years later, months later, years later, let's say, my friend said to me, you know, when your mom left, she collapsed in the elevator. So she has been so strong for me, you know? Wow. So when I finally stepped onto the boards uh, and she came to see me and, uh, I mean, she knew I was shite at first, but <laughs> she knew there was potential there. And she always said, <laughs> always yeah, you're pretty good son. Pretty good son, pretty good son. And always fact, supportive.
0: Always really supportive. Did all your siblings come to see the plays? Yeah, well, kind of. Kind of. What does yeah. that mean? Well, they slept yeah. through it? It's probably, <laughs> yeah, they, you know,
2: <laughs> under duress, get there or you got beaten. But no, they uh, they, they would, die. I've got two brothers and two sisters, and they would kind of show up occasionally to my performances.
0: But they supported you?
2: They all support me to this day. What was the first play you did? At Conquest of the South Pole, it was called by. Oh, God, my memories but a big
0: role no it was just uh just to get you going just to just to get me the feel of the stage were you nervous on I'm stage
2: Terrified, right and I, I remember sat in this oil drum and when i at the backstage i would never done it in rehearsal and i'm so everyone's on stage at the opening the curtain goes up everyone's on stage and it's a kind of like desolate fucking ravaged place and i'm on this oil drum and when I sit on it, the metal goes down, you know, depresses sort of thing. And I think, oh my God, I stand up, this thing's gonna go dying behind me. And sure as fucking <laughs> sugar nuts, I got it's my cue, and I got off this oil drum and boing right behind me and over your head. <laughs> one is every eyeball I is on me and i'm standing there freaked out of my mind and i ran up and not ran up i did run up i think ran up to the, the, the main actor the sandy morton it was and i see my line and then i run off stage and i remember standing backstage
0: going Wah!
2: shitting myself
0: but you, from that moment, you still had, like, you wanted it. You wanted it to be better. You wanted, I, you was, found something yeah. that you just, it scared the shit out of you. But it was a good fear. You know it it was I mean? a good it, fear. It was a fear that I liked and I
2: wanted to pursue it and I wanted to be the best I could at it. And Did
0: you need to hear affirmation? Did you need to hear, who was it that constantly said, hey, you got something? There's something here. You're good. Good job. Who just, Glasgow is great for that because they never give you like, great
2: confirmation. It's like they you get that. That was all right. That's it. And that's pure love. That's love. That's all right. And you get that. You know what? You get pretty. You know what, kid? You got presents. I'll give you that. <laughs> and then it's like, all right. I'm doing something. Because they'll tell you the shit. They're a tough audience and a tough, you know, so. When did you think, I'm fucking, I'm good. I'm I mean, good. I still don't. I st- I'm still fucking. I'm still that guy that runs off the stage. kidding me?
0: I don't think that ever goes away, does it? Do you still think, you know, when you do stuff, you're like, oh, fuck, I hope that's good. Yeah. You, I, I you do. have confidence or do you hide it? Do you think that you you play tough guys a lot of times? You have to have this confidence. Do you think it's like you have to have this false bravado? Do you think that you go into it confidently or do you kind of like just say, I hope they buy that? I hope I look tough enough. I, 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 hope. I go
2: in it with, uh, with a lot of history. Growing up where I grew up, I, 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 I just think I see it on people that I grew up with are... Uh, who i knew back in the day and i remember the fear when you meet some people you've been i remember being in a room with certain people who wouldn't say a single word but their silence was the most terrifying thing and then the only time they'd ever have they'd speak up in conversation and violence was mentioned oh yeah i remember the time uh, i cut off uh wee fingers (laughs) and stuck up his nose and put them in his ears you know something weird yeah but so you I,
0: remembered certain people from, remember, from the past. I remember, I
2: always draw on people from the past. And uh, yeah, because, you know, I grew up in tough places, but I was never, you know, I, I, you know, I, I could throw my hands about all that nonsense, but but it's all nonsense.
0: And, Do you think after you, 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 like you face death like you did, like you're on your deathbed, does that make you I mean it probably does probably a stupid question but does it make you stronger do you feel like I'm not scared of anybody now I'm not scared of anything because I've been so close you or- know what it,
2: you know what it makes you it makes you it makes you it makes you, uh, it makes you recognize fear and when I grew up you never show fear to show fear is to show weakness what it made me do was it's okay to be afraid. It's okay to be afraid that you just nearly died by the hands of five fucking psychopaths with knives. It's okay to be afraid of that. And that took me a minute. And when I, I never had this conversation before. And when I had that moment of it was revelation, what you want to call it, um, it, it cleared the way for me. And it's okay. It's okay. You can be afraid. It's okay to wow. be afraid. And and then then it was a relief. It was such a relief. And then I could take anything on because it's okay. And then if you failed, it's okay to fucking fail. Just keep going. You just got to, you know.
0: Do, yeah, do you, uh, would you nowadays walk away from a fight if somebody picked a fight with you? Would you walk <laughs> away if somebody told you to fuck off? I probably wouldn't. You probably fight. Oh,
2: I, I, no, I, god damn. It. I, I, like I mean, we're, sp-
0: we're getting old to the point where no, like- I,
2: I if, if I was physically stronger,
0: I, I, I would, <laughs> you're not strong, mother. you look strong.
2: Yeah, but you know, you, you know, you've got, you know, it's quite, quite yeah, I would what, I would prefer <laughs> to walk away. I would much prefer to walk away, but I I do have a mouth on at times. I do have a mouth on. Does it
0: still happen every once in a while when somebody says something yeah, to well, you? Yeah. You
2: know, I I c I kinda live in a bubble now. You know, I live out in fucking you know, you know, out there and so you know, there's not really any Malibu tough guys kicking around, so <laughs> I'm just gonna, but it's kinda safe zone at the moment. Oh. But um no, nah, I don't think so. There's no point. There's just no point. There's just I I I'm not about the hate and revenge thing anymore. It's just you know it, it screwed me up for a lot of years. After this as well. I mean, I came here in 90s. I did Braveheart, and they said, "You just come to California, and meet some people."
0: So, so he liked you. He took you under his wing in a
2: way. I, I was only supposed to be on Braveheart for two weeks. This bridegroom didn't have a fucking name. The bridegroom. And I was supposed to get killed. And, and Mel- yeah, because you're everywhere in that movie. Yeah, he then Mel said, no, no, we're keeping him. So I was four weeks in Scotland, and then I thought, then they were moving to Ireland for five months. So I'm like, so what the fuck? So i got up to a stage. So what am I doing here? I was only supposed to be for two weeks. So now it's four. Now you guys are going to Ireland. I'm curious. Am I going with you? Hold on a second. I checked the script. He's flipping through the script. You get to scene 200 and something. Oh no, you're here, Tommy. Oh, okay, great. Six months, <laughs> six months. I was on that movie.
0: Six months. Was it one of the best moments you like? The t- best times. Uh, it was of your the life? greatest. It well, the what greatest. about it was so great? Hey, it was your first movie. My first movie, and it was it won six Oscars. And I mean, you come knew, on.
2: you knew it was an epic. I'm sitting on the battlefield with uh, Mel Gibson's brother Donald, without the D. Donald without a D. I told he tells that story. He told his name was Donald without the D, and the girl said, "Oh, Arnold." No, Donald without the never mind. <laughs> but anyway, I'm sitting on this hill with Donald without the D, and uh, he. I'm just sitting there going, I'm watching this battle scenes. I mean, it was no C It was very, very little CGI back then, and it's just thousands of extras. It's the Irish Army, the Irish Volunteer Army want to kill people. Oh, I'm going to kill you.
0: Right, I'm going to right. eat you.
2: And just charging each other to the point where Mel's like, you know what, guys? It's a fucking movie. We don't want anyone to die. So, But just watching it was just this
0: epic thing. You just knew it was going to be huge. But it's got to be tough going from one of the best movies ever made to then... Continuing your career because <laughs> usually it's like you do a shitty movie. I did this piece of shit, followed by another piece of shit, followed by hey, you were good in that piece of shit, yeah. and then we oh that's a good one, and there's another. Yeah. But to go from you were in the one of the best movies ever made, and then what was the next thing you did? The next thing was uh, the Saint. Well, that was good. Philip Noyce, <laughs> was one, another, the,
2: another the, good the, one. then The
0: Game, another good
2: Adventure. one. Well, a little parts, but you know it was still something. And then I think it was Gladiator was next. Jesus. Which is another one I was supposed to be on for... A short period. Then Russell Russell tells the story. Then Russell and Ridley had the conversation. Oh, let's keep this kid around.
0: He's- Why is it? What is it about you?
2: Tar- it's my fabulous talent and fucking magnetic what? I mean, charisma. Is it
0: people, they, they, what do you think Mel thought when he met you? Are you just, I mean, maybe what I see is just a really likable, fun guy to have around who's actually really talented.
2: Yeah, plus I think, you know, we live in such a, we work in such an insecure fucking business I mean no. I mean I mean my god if, if you if you want to become an actor then good luck stick with it but it's so fucking <laughs> it it's so soul-destroying so it's so soul-destroying soul it, it humiliating at times and all these other things yeah, so, yeah.
0: but um but I'm what not- is it they, they maybe you think that they had a liking to you that they felt better when you were on set they liked having you around I don't
2: know, really. I don't know. I, Are you friends with him to this day? I
0: am. Yeah, I still
2: talk with Russell. I still talk with Melvis. Um, Ridley, I've got tons of love for. He's just. You talk to Ridley? I've spoken to Ridley in a while now. I have to say it's been a long time since so I spoke to Ridley, but I love the man. To death. He's, he's great.
0: But what was it like? Like a uh, movie, like Gladiator? Again, intense. It,
2: it was incredible. My my first day is. I I, uh, <laughs> I, I get to Malta and. I walk onto this a huge, huge set. It's like Rome. they have built fucking Rome. And there's hyenas and giraffes and tigers and lions and all coming parading down the streets. Huge big crane swooping in. And, okay, Tommy, we need you. And I'm like, hey, what, what? And remember, I didn't have any training. I well, talk, you did some theater. I did some theater. That's training, isn't that, it? Which was great for the acting thing. But as far as filming went,
0: right, I, you, just, you.
2: I just sat there and watched You know, I would hang out at Video Village and watch it. What's that? What's that doing? And ask questions. Maybe
0: that's what was was so great. Maybe the fact that you weren't so aware, so aware of yourself that you could be more free and you could almost theatrically in a lot of ways. I never never thought about the camera. I never saw it as a career. I always waited for
2: it. I I was always thinking, okay, this is my last moment ever. Not not like in, in a depressed way. I just thought, okay, this is fun. Let's see where it goes. And it just kept going and going and going. Is that
0: still how you feel? Or at this
2: point, you finally go, hey. No,
0: no, that's my job now. That's just, uh, that's just what but I do. But how long did it take before you said, OK, I'm an actor? Because it took me quite a while before I, yeah, I thought that. Oh, God, it takes so long, doesn't it? It does take a long you time. feel
2: Because you're working with these amazing people. And you think, oh, I can't do that. I'm yeah. That. And you think, but but you know what? You just have to accept this is what I do. And this is. it took me a long time. It took me years. I would say, God, probably even after Braveheart, I was still floundering, trying to figure out what the hell I'm doing.
0: Really? You weren't sure if you were yeah, still- Yeah, I wasn't like- sure. But, but the thing was, I, also, I
2: wasn't- um, I didn't want to ask anyone. I just assumed, they all assumed that I knew what I was doing. But I didn't have a fucking clue. So-
0: You're like, why do they keep casting me? Why did they keep giving do me- you, I don't know what I'm doing here. Do
2: you watch yourself? No. Never. No. Ne- well, I actually I, I, the show I'm doing right now is Power Four Force. Power Four Force. Force on Stars on Stars. It's the 50 Cent Courtney Kemp um, uh, Power Universe. You watch that? I just we just uh, finished the first season and I love Joseph Sakora. Honestly, he's one mm-hmm. of the best, if not the actor I've ever worked with. Maybe the best, maybe very close to it. Wow! Fact, yeah, he's fucking. I'm telling you, Joseph Sakora. Is one of the most underestimated actors of our time. This guy, he's just so good. Another guy, Michael Soccer, who's also broke. anyway. They elevate I diverse. you, diverse. And to watch these guys, I love it. And I want to be, and I like to play in that arena. I want to, oh, come on, let's, let's go for it. And I love it
0: now. It makes you better, doesn't it? And it makes you so It's much like when better. you're playing, you know, I play pickup sports, like I'll play pickup hockey. And if I'm out there with a bunch of other old guys like me, you know, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm just, I don't. But when there's great players playing against you, like sometimes with pro- some pros play on their off season, it elevates you. It makes you want to be better. It excites you. Exactly. You know? It really does. It's and just exciting. I love it. Do That's- you still, honest to God, don't lie to me, do you get nervous? I get terrified. You still get nervous when yes. you ask? Yes, 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 yes. Every time. Every time, bro. Not every take, but usually no, to get you say going. Once,
2: once, once I'm in, once I'm in it, I'm fine, but just that walk from the trailer to the fucking stage and,
0: and then get that first line out, especially that first day. Oh my God. It's worst. Yeah, why is it? I don't, maybe it's. You want everybody to go, okay, he's here for a reason. The director's like, yeah, Tommy's here. He's good. Everybody's good. Like, okay, now I can stop yeah. being so afraid. And you get that, and it, that's wonderful. But at the same time, they're just saying that. It's so, it's crazy the,
2: the It's such a it. mindfuck. I mean, it's, it's a mindfuck. Who sure runs I mean. lines with you? oh god that was a problem last season i was um the covid bubble so I, it was really hard i was facetiming my wife and running lines and stuff really which doesn't really work you need to have <laughs> someone in the room you can throw a script at or scream at or right. whatever, you know as in character sort of thing.
0: but it was just to memorize lines just to the memorize the
2: lines it. just to get them in there but it wasn't
0: for some reason it wasn't sticking with me you know we were talking before we, we didn't really elaborate on this but you want you want to do more comedy Comedy, I like. Yeah, come on. What do you want to do? Like, what would what, what, what would you? You're one of the monies, funniest, funniest, moneyest. I'm not that funny. You're funny. Money. You're funny. You are the yeah, see that's just good. why.
2: This is that. Here we go back to not knowing <laughs> what we are and how, how good we are. You are fucking hilarious. The reason I'm doing this show is because you're so fucking cool. <laughs> but we're getting deep. We got know, some deep, deep shit. I like. Up inside, up inside, just right Up inside, right right inside right you right son. Up inside your son. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, Ryan loves this. Ryan's, Ryan's over there. Yeah. Not on
0: camera what no what you're enjoying this i'm enjoying this yeah isn't oh. it fun he's got such a great personality it, it, it's great <laughs> it is you've got you know you just you can you can tell stories that's what i like is you can tell stories and when you tell them i'm there right i'm there see my my, my great-grandfather charlie riley
2: was a merchant seaman nothing to do with sperm <laughs> traveling the oceans you fuckers merchant <laughs> seaman and he uh He lived, he was 96 years old. Usual story, smoked cigarettes every day, drank whiskey every day, did it. it. But he, because he traveled the world, when he kind of retired in his life, he would go from town to town in Ireland and he would tell stories in different bars and everyone would buy him drinks and he would sit and tell his tales. I was in Hong Kong, I was here, you know, just a storyteller.
0: So maybe that's... So that's how you get it? That's where you get it? Maybe that's where the shenanigans comes from, I don't know, maybe maybe so what when we're talking like what like who would you like to work with like a judd apatow movie like uh like a jim carrey movie a will ferrell movie would you do something like that all those guys 100 yeah. percent. adam sandler ask you to do a movie would you do it sure absolutely you do something crazy and stupid Do
2: something nuts and cra- i mean why not because i mean i know i get nervous and stuff but i think that's another uh, motivator motivate and another another barrier to kick down so that i can go out there and just be a goofy fucker right and which is great
0: that's what you just want.
2: to lose yourself and be stupid and then if it works it works if it doesn't then who gives a fuck yeah you know what i mean end of the day it's not fucking saving curing cancer or any bullshit it's
0: just having a giggle could you do anything else do you think from is, the, no if it wasn't acting no is there anything else you could do besides could, djing go back to DJing. back to djing maybe some
2: armed robbery or uh no. <laughs> no um i don't I, I don't know i think uh no
0: this is what this is what i do now. this is a this is a you couldn't imagine producing obviously
2: but that's a, do you position. have
0: do you have to work do you feel like you have to constantly be busy constantly filming or you'll go crazy i do yeah you do I, I is do. that a, is that a healthy thing i don't think so
2: because i mean i have done some shite. I mean, I, I mean, let's face it. i We've all done it. We, we, well, you know, you have to. It's just sometimes. How you do you? But how do you? If you're doing shite, you know it's shite. But yeah, I don't believe it's shite at the time. At the I, time, I, I have so much love for what I do, but, and God. I never, I never, I've never, never call it, and that's because that's ridiculous. But I'll go there and go, give it a hundred percent, and you just hope that everything falls into place. And yeah, something. have you
0: ever done shite and knew it was shite while you're filming the shite? Oh, God. <laughs> the shite trail. The shite trail. The and,
2: shite trail. I know. Uh, yeah. I have. Fuck you. Yeah. Oh, God, it's not a good feeling. But you have to kind of convince yourself it's all good.
0: Or you don't trust the director.
2: Oh, when he oh, there's a couple of directors I could have kicked up and doing the fucking set. Yeah.
0: Were you just like, God? what is In fact, I
2: did chase a certain on director one time. Really? Yeah. What happened? Oh, he annoyed me. What What did he do? It was. I had to kick this door open. And it was quite a big feature, this thing. Pretty big. And uh, I, I I, just kicked this door open. And the, the, it was set a certain way that the door handle should fly off. And I had to kick it a certain way and whatever bullshit. And I kicked it. And the next minute, I just, fucking, he'd it, already be getting to my nerves, this guy. And that's um, <laughs> actually went, oh, God damn it, son of a fucking bitch. And throws his little monitor down. And I went, and I went chasing after him around the set. You chased. They had to stop I, I, you. I chased him. They I stop me. Tommy, Tommy, come on! It's, it's, it's just, it's just been. Emotional. Was he scared? Well, he, 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 he yeah, he, you know, left the building rapidly.
0: Boom. Do you know that happened to me once? Where uh... <laughs> I mean, I do think I would have connected with the guy. I going to
2: interrupt you, but I would have. I just wanted to get in his face and say, "You little shite! You told me to do it this way, and this is the fifth time we've done." You know, blah blah blah. Right, right, you right. Know? But he was. And you're being a little baby about it. And you're being a baby. And I'm and I do see my body. And then
0: he embarrasses you in front of the crew. It's like fucking That's the what it was. Later. I was embarrassed once in front yeah. of the crew and it had nothing to do with me. The guy was upset because he was late, he was behind, and he just looked at me and goes, You're fucking me right now. You're fucking my day. Oh and he was he was so if he was right, I would have said sorry. Sorry, my yeah. bad. Not but bad. he was yes. so wrong that I was enraged. I remember the take, the AD goes, Rosie, we're shooting, we're shooting now. Rolling, rolling, rolling. It's a big crane shot, and it comes up to me, and it passes so-and-so, this girl, and comes to me, and I go, fuck it. And I, right? I mean, that was my, it wasn't my line. Obviously, I just go, fuck it, and I just beelined, and they stopped me. I go, don't you ever fuck it. I I lost it. Yeah. And and, uh, he eventually came to the trailer, and I go, look, man, you can never fucking talk to someone like that again. No, you can't do that. And you were wrong. Yeah. you know i remember uh that uh, tom arnold you know tom arnold of course tom was on we, we had tom doing a little study. Sons, sons, yeah. sons of anarchy um, yeah so he was working with schwarzenegger on uh not what was that movie with uh what's her name with uh Jimmy jamie Lee curtis, curtis. True, true, lies. Lies. true lies he was doing true lies How do I know and that? james cameron what? comes up to schwarzenegger in the same fashion and says you are fucking me, something like that. You're fucking me. You are fucking me right now because he's late on set, and uh, he walks away. And Tom goes, "Hey, buddy, hey, buddy, what, what, I can't believe you let him talk to you like that. Why didn't you kick his ass?" He goes, "Because he was right," <laughs> and that's what that's what it was. When but, the director's right, but when he's yeah. wrong, yeah, you have to see, you have to kind of
2: stand up for yourself, and you know, and it's. Yeah. Whatever, this director in particular was was very wrong that day. Yeah, and he did embarrass <laughs> me in front of people. Did he apologize? No, we never spoke. Everything was communicated after that. For how long?
0: For the whole fucking shoot. How long after? For how long was about that? A month left. I think. A month left. Was that
2: uncomfortable? No, I, I didn't like him anyway, so it was good for me. But you just get me. What, what do you want? Okay, done. And, then, and the movie wasn't didn't turn out well. The movie was shit. Were you good at least? No, I have never seen it to be honest. Maybe it's not shit. Maybe no, it can must be shit. Make any yeah, money. you do it for you. I've
0: never seen it. By the way, you have you still have a lot of hair left. I've got beautiful hair. I you have, have a good main, hair. I mean. you know what's funny is I just went to the the hairstylist, the hair dry, the the hair cutter, the barber. <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's going
0: to be a fuck it's been a long pandemic it's been man. a long, long pandemic. Pandem- no, no. that's no. why guy, he, my oh, guy my guy he's fantastic nathan i love you if you're listening he was looking and he just says you know you have just little area that's thinning and it's just you know um, fuck you nathan Fuck that, nathan no he just says honestly all you do is get a, the foam rogaine or whatever you use hymns and you just like put a little foam in it every day and let it and that's it just a little dot right here and it kind of bothered me. Not him, because he was honest, and it was like, he's helping me. But I'm about to turn 50. And I thought, of course. Now I'm going to start losing my hair. Now it's going to all start falling no, apart. No, don't. Because don't you're that. 56. I'm 56. How are your 50s? Be honest.
2: Be there honest. You're paying any ar- attention. Well, you know what? The f- life begins in your 50s. You, you, you throw so much shit, so much clutter is going on up here that you can finally say, get the fuck away from me. And just become 50. And there's nothing, it's it's cool. But also, all those aches, whether sports aches and pains or from fucking street fighting, or whatever the hell you did in your previous lives, uh, they all come back. Every lump, bump, sprain, and strain comes back to say, Hi, did you forget everybody? Hey, look at your knees, elbows, fingers, everything. Every fucking thing, yeah. But the hair was the cause of COVID. (laughs) i 2020 i didn't leave my property not once not one day all the way from september 2019 then they shut everything down to march the september to march was was my idea right i to spend some time with my baby daughter how just, old is your daughter now she's turned 10 10 she's incredible does she man? want to be an she's actress so funny she's, she wants to save every animal on the planet Ah, oh, i love it my place is called flanagan's ark we have so many fucking animals how many animals do you have we have five horses a donkey a mule a miniature we have i don't know how many chickens we have four dogs a parrot a cat a, a, what?
0: a, a what? parrot what a parrot a parrot a parrot hey parrot. parrot a parrot it's my american a parrot. It's a, a parrot. It's a parrot it's a parrot it's a parrot apparently so wow. yeah
2: so fun against arc and there's more incoming i believe so you, is it because of your daughter but I love animals as well, I have to admit. But you do. Uh, but my daughter's just she's crazy for animals. But she she doesn't know what she's doing. She's got an amazing sense of humor. Yeah. You know, she's uh, like, like, I bought that. I'm, I'm working out right now for, for season two of uh, Power four, Force. Power Force. Force with Tommy Flanagan. <laughs> dun, 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 Walter Flynn. What a character. <laughs> and I bought this little bucket hat, you know, for when I'm cycling yeah. to keep the sun off the old mane. Right. And face, and my, I picked my daughter up from school. She said, "Daddy, why did you get out of the car wearing that hat?" I said, "I was working now, honey. Please don't wear that hat ever again when you come to my school." <laughs> and then she tried. I was like, "No, no." And then I, I just, I was sleeping in it. I didn't take it off. We're having dinner everywhere we went. I had this fucking hat on. I just wouldn't take it off. It's driving her crazy. And she kept trying to pull it off and do it. And then she tried to do the reverse psychology on me. You know what? Actually, it's really cool on you, Daddy. It's super cool. You should wear that all the time i'm like nah, nah, nah. no 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 i've lying. done
0: that one honey you, i know that one do you feel like uh with you know being married having a 10 year old daughter do you feel like now your age you're thinking i'd like to just kind of work in la if possible unless it's something that i can't miss up i mean do you do you or you're like fuck i'll go anywhere Let's no
2: go. no i can't I, I it's not fuck i'll go and those days are over Since my daughter was born i just want to be home home i want to to work as close to home as possible. i mean i mean i'm only in chicago i'll be in chicago for the next while right maybe four or five years whatever that's that's, as long as the show goes and it will go because it's great but um but that's that's quite an easy one but i'd love to work you know I i had the luxury of sons of anarchy for seven years when my daughter was first born so yeah, I go to work in the morning. I could come home at night, which was fantastic. Are you still
0: close with those guys from Central America? Yeah,
2: that's a friendship. That they will stay. You know, that's not going anywhere. I saw Charlie not long ago. I see Boone a lot. I see Kim. I see Theo. Yeah, we always bump into Pearlman. Pearlman, oh, the pearl. I love the pearl. Was he fun to work with? He's the best. He's such a sweetheart, and he's so he's such a beautiful human being, and. I love his politics, and he's so eloquent, I and mean, he, he's just—he's just—he's just a beautiful man.
0: You ever work with any actors where you're just like, I can't wait till this fucking ends. I can't stand this fucking woman or man or whoever. Oh God. Without we, saying, we, we need to start naming names, though. I think
2: we just start. I think we just start naming motherfuckers. Should we? Shall just we? Just call them out. I don't think uh, so. I, okay, let's. Call I
0: mean, for out. you, you'll probably. Here's what. Happened. I don't give a fuck. You won't give a fuck. <laughs> you'll say it, and then you will call me. You know, Rosie. <laughs> fuck. We probably should bleep it. No, uh, I have. Oh fuck! There's one guy. Oh god. How bad was he? And what made him bad to work with? Bad because he was. He was so. He's so. Uh,
2: he's so full of himself for a start, and the most talentless fucking actor. I've ever seen in my life, and yet he's huge. He's huge, and he makes so much fucking money, and he does all these fucking nonstop movies, and it's just- I And it, it's it's, ag- it's agonizing. And I think, good luck to you, son. I'm happy you have a career, but you are a horrible fucking human being, the one I met anyway. What was, what was it
0: that makes up someone a horrible
2: kind of human being? The way he treated the crew ah. as if they were fucking- peasants peasants or some shit you know and it was just just galled me and i just i had to, I had to pull him up and say you know what you don't take speak to other human beings like that you just fucking don't
0: and, and what he, did he say to
2: you oh i was just joking tom i was just joking you know who you are motherfucker you were just joking so that was it you had to work with him for a while i had the whole movie to do this was like day two or something in the Jesus. middle of fucking nowhere but anyway that was all right we we, we figured the, yeah world. i've
0: had to work with people there's been a few that i just like i just i just feel like oh i can't they care just so much about themselves uh, why i don't know it's just like it's about only about them it's they're manipulative I've i've had that and you just have to you have to just somehow turn you have to eye. come
2: together as a little community or a family whatever you want to call it because it because it, it's there on the screen when yeah, it's all said yeah. and done it, there it is on the screen you see the connection the chemistry whatever you want to call it and yeah you have to every single person has to be
0: equally you want to say the name so badly i won't i, I really won't really want to say i won't
2: that. let you i know thank you
0: rosie yeah we'll um, This is called shit talking. Shit talking with Tommy Flanagan. With Tommy. These are from fans. These are my patrons. Should my it be shit talking this time. Shit. It should be shit talking. Shit talking. That with man Tommy. needs a raise. <laughs> you fucking. He speaks do. fluent Flanagan. Shit talking, <laughs> <with laughs> <Shite Tommy laughs> talking with Tommy Flanagan. Shit talking with Tommy Flanagan. <laughs> and this is from my lovable patrons. My patrons. They give back to the podcast in many ways. Patreon. Patreon.com slash inside of you. Thanks for the support. We love you. These are the questions. And they could be fast, however you want to rapid fire. Let's you can go answer really. them out. Uh, David H. says, holy cow, you are truly an icon. What character have you played that you would say is most like you, if any? If any, the character I'm
2: playing right now is there but the grace of God go I. What? Power four. Power four. Force. force. Walter Flynn. Walter Flynn. Walter Flynn. Stars. Stars, get your stars with Joseph Sikaora, Fifty Cent, Courtney Kemp. Anyway, enough plugging. I love yes. it. It's great. It's such a good That's a close show. to you, like it's a character that he, he, he's a he's a mishmash of a lot of uh, characters I grew up with. And if uh, if I'd continued continued on a certain road, maybe I'd have
0: been there. Who knows? Haunted underscore John. What was it like preparing for the role of Tulik? Preparing for... Uh, what, Guardians I, of the Galaxy 2, and how much of that was you? I smoked cigarettes with sparkles, and then we, with me. then we
2: screamed in front of the camera. <laughs> uh, so that was our prep. Uh, James Gunn. We love James. love James. We fucking love James. We had Big Jeff there, Steve A.G., oh, a.k.a. Yeah. Jeff. Love him. You were there. Fucking love you. Saw Chris the, Sullivan. Chris Big Chris. I saw, Chris. saw him there, Dean Santa Monica. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, there wasn't a lot of prep for me. I mean, I got the, 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 so it's like fucking everything's under lock and key. I got my dialogue the night before. And then when they sent it to me, I was like, I ain't fucking doing this. Really? <laughs> and I flew down to see James. And James was like, come on, you got to do it. I was like, okay. And we figured it out, and then then I turned up one set, and I've got my
0: weird teeth and my dreadlocks, in. and. Did you like that process of getting all that makeup on, or do you not like
2: it? I I I didn't mind it at that time because was it was it Cami? What's her name? I'm sorry,
0: makeup artist.
2: Yeah, the hair Camille. Camille was so wonderful. I spent a lot of time because of dreadlocks and shit, and she was great. And the whole they were all great in there, and I loved it. And yeah
0: it was nice. It was nice. I like, get a little claustrophobic with prosthetics and things. I don't, like, them, I, yeah. I, don't I don't like that stuff. Yeah. I you know, thank god I just had to do CGI dots on my you face. Those dots, sparkles Fucking lucky baby. sparkles. That's where the name sparkle comes from. Sparkles. Kids. Sparkles. You're gonna call me sparkles from now on, Ryan. I mean now. <laughs> 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 yep. Steph. Steph A. Steph A. Steph A was it emotionally or mentally draining being in Sons of Anarchy. It just looks like a lot of work. Yes. You know, because this fictional brotherhood kind
2: of became this real brotherhood. And we lived on that fucking set. We 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 rode our bikes to work in the morning and then we would, in the evening, and then we'd ride our bicycle. We smoked cigarettes and then we'd ride our motorcycles <laughs> home. Yeah, we, we kind of lived that for, for, for seven years. So it, it, it was, yeah, a lot of what you saw up on the screen like I was saying earlier, you have to have that camaraderie and everyone has to be treated equal and yeah. then it shows up on the screen. I think that's why a lot of reasons why Sons of Anarchy was successful. Yeah. Was yeah. A, I yeah.
0: always like to know the crew right away. Love get it. some names, especially the people like you know, the, 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 everyone's important. But the people that you're interacting with constantly, I want to know their names. I have Fuck to yeah. you. can't go a month and then go, what's your name? name? Help me every day. It's just it's just fucking, fucking wrong. wrong. They're, yeah. they're, it's your family yeah. you see these it's people more than you see your family
2: yeah you know and yeah, I mean you don't have to continue after the show but when you're, no. in, the, when you're in the fucking thick of it then get it done and get some love it ain't difficult
0: Leanne any cool stories memories from the Braveheart we talked but were there any memories that you have with Mel Gibson working with Mel I remember
2: MTV oh wow that one just popped in there bell was always up to these he always had tricks going on and pulling gags he's just that kind of guy just fun 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 Try to so keep the set light and the mtv i how long ago this shit was they were they were interviewing him and i snuck up behind him and i tied it to the interviewer and i tied a piece of string to the back of his costume and then i tied it to a trash can full of dinner plates and bullshit and it's just lunch leftovers then I got around in front of him and I said, Mel, Mel, they need you on set. She said, sorry, we need to cut this interview. And he came running towards me. And the bag was, the whole trash can dragging behind him, which he, he was <laughs> back to the MTV, But give me the fucking tape. <laughs> he was like swimming cameras with a tape. <laughs> was he pissed? Uh, no, no, he was loving it. He's a Flanagan, you cunt. <laughs> 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 to the tape. Wow. Yeah, there was a lot of that going on in that set. There was so much of that crazy shit going on in that set.
0: Really? So he was able as I a spent a old... whole hour just talking about that. Were night. you, is it mind boggling watching someone direct such a huge movie, act as a lead role, and still be fun And, and It was
2: incredible. I, I mean, the guy, the, the, you know the big scene when he rides up and down, Sons of Scotland will be dying in your beds and all that big thing. Mel was riding back and, cross, back and forth on the battlefield all day long giving the English their direction, giving the Scots, I mean, thousands of extras. Da, da, da. John Toll, the DP, says, Mel, this is your big thing. Oh, okay. Jumps on his horse, rides up and down, three takes, done. And it's one of the greatest fucking takes of all time. And the only reason he did three was because it was a problem with the camera up, up top. But three takes and he's done. Okay, that's it. And it's a brilliant scene. He's up oh, and doing it, on oh, and on oh, and oh. Wow. We I mean, did a couple of close-ups and sets of things. But basically, that was it. It was incredible. And I watched them do the whole thing. And I was right behind him on my horse. People know it's Scottish. And, but I was so dumb, I didn't realize that the it was a, <laughs> frame was there. So I just see me doing from there. If I hadn't been a bit smarter like I am now, would I just tell a wee couple of steps forward? And I would have been <laughs> shot.
0: But with it, I know. So uh, Eva H., loved you in uh, Sons of Anarchy. Uh Pretty much, she's saying, were you shocked how bloody the end was?
2: I, I can't remember. It was, it was the end? Was, I don't know. I don't know. What happened?
0: It was it? a bloody ending. Was it? It was a really, she says, ultimately, uh, I don't think the I've characters were getting away comparatively easy for a long time on the show, but were you shocked how bloody the end was with the characters, I guess? Oh, you mean, I don't know. I Did remember. people die?
2: I, fuck, I don't know. I've never seen it. You don't watch it. I've never seen Sons of Anarchy. You've never seen Sons of Anarchy. No. I, I I saw and you did seven seasons. seasons. I've saw bits, but I've never watched the whole thing. I mean, I, I'd go to the premiere, because um, you know, because you, you, that's what you do, isn't it? But I, <laughs> but, but grudgingly, I have to ask because that's what you do. Because uh, and but I never watched the show because we were living that. Like I said earlier, we were living that bullshit. So I never really saw. I, re- I mean, I watched for vanity reasons, see how I was looking because when I started the show, I was a fucking mess. And then I kind of got all healthy season two or three. What do you whatever. mean you were a mess? Uh, I just, I was in the doldrums for a minute. Just, I didn't what? know what I was doing next. And uh, my boy, John Linson, who's the, the exec producer, uh original creator of the show, uh, he also does Yellowstone and 1883 with um, what's his name? Yeah. Taylor Sheridan. So, uh, John's a brilliant brilliant guy he's one of my dearest dearest friends my dearest friend and i uh, him 20 plus years he's my daughter's godfather And anyway john came to me with, with sons and and uh yeah and then we just did it
0: but um yeah i, I don't know i just didn't watch it that's it's crazy just, i mean I, I i understand that i think you know Sometimes if I'm on a series or whatever, I'll watch the first couple, kind of, you know, see how it's yeah, looking, exactly how it, how it looks. and then I, you know, let it go. Let it go,
2: and that's, that's what I did. I, I Every season, I'm going to be catching a little, okay, so I'm looking like that, all right, so I'll, I'll make that better next season.
0: Somebody needs to make a reel of all your best stuff and then put it on there, because you probably haven't seen most of it. Uh, that, that, you know what? I, I go on Instagram to see I've, anything. I'll see on Instagram. I go, whoa, that's
2: pretty good. Hey, was that I that? was in that? That, was that me? Holy shit! Yeah, that's not bad.
0: Ah, oh, this is a treat. This is a real treat. As for me, for me, darling,
2: it really is. It, it, I mean, you just—I don't get to sit and tell the truth often. I don't feel comfortable telling some fucking. Uh,
0: do you get anxiety? I do. Yeah. Like it's real funny. anxiety, not being nervous about something, but like anxiety where like you feel like it's taking you Horrors. over. Horrors, yeah. No, I, I
2: stopped smoking weed, so that's diminished quite a, quite a, quite a bit. But uh, um, well, I took a pause, I took a break, hiatus on the weed. Yeah. But no, I still get, I still get very anxious. Yeah. I try. Not. I mean, my my wife, my daughter, and my wife calm me a lot, especially my daughter. She keeps me very calm. They
0: say something like this. I just heard this. Somebody, tell me if I'm it's, wrong. They said when you're with somebody, when you have a significant other, that it makes your stress levels go down. Yeah, is that true?
2: I think maybe I, I don't. mind hopefully my child's not absorbing my stress. <laughs> That'd be horrific. But you know, I don't know. Maybe it's the love. I don't know. They it's, calm you. You. Just, you just know at the end of the day, this is this is what your world is all about. It's not about what you're doing. This is your entire universe right here. And so all the bullshit fades away. You know, you can, okay. And yeah. you're sitting there as crazy kid, 10 years old, telling you jokes. And, you know, and she, <laughs> she'll tell me some stupid. She'll give me some silly
0: joke. And i say, you need to work on that, honey. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't going to fly. Do you have any good Scottish jokes to, to end us with? Good Scott! I don't really do jokes,
2: actually. I mean, Billy Connolly, the funniest mother. I grew up with Billy Connolly, for Christ's sake. He's the funniest man that ever lived and listen kids if you're out there you want to hear something hilarious find billy Conley's big banana feet it's an (laughs) album from the 1970s and he does a version of the crucifixion of jesus and the crucifixion only sets it in glasgow and it's probably the funniest if you you might need subtitles but if you can translate it or hear it understand that it's the funniest fucking thing you've ever heard in your life, The Crucifixion by Billy Connolly. I'll leave you with that, ladies and gentlemen.
0: Enjoy (laughs) it. Give your ears a treat. Tommy Flanagan, uh, this was a pleasure being inside. Thank you, you, Rosie, baby. I loved having you deep inside (sighs) of me. Well, well, well. Uh, He didn't disappoint. I've been trying to get him on the podcast since we met on Guardians of the Galaxy 1, and he did not disappoint. Yeah. Did you have fun while he was in here? Oh yeah. was it
1: did he pick on you at all?
0: Uh, no. I mean, pick on you in a very fun way. A very no, I,
1: no. It was uh, no, like yeah, like we coined shite talking. Shite talking.
0: Yeah. Old oh, shite talking. Oh yeah. Shite talking, Nick and alive. Remember that song, Jive Talking, by the Bee Gees. Jive talking. Did <laughs> it? <laughs> do anyway thank you for listening to the podcast again if you want to follow the podcast on uh, on Instagram it's at inside of you podcast and t- uh, Twitter is uh, Twitter is at inside of you pod pod and pod, yeah. inside of you podcast on Instagram and Facebook at inside of you pod on the Twitter and uh, you could also go on YouTube please subscribe if you like the show today if you really enjoyed it you're surprised and you're like you know what rose Mum's not half bad let's' uh, let me give him another chance. That would be great. I'd love for you to listen to the podcast, become a patron if you want, and all that stuff. Uh, if you want to join Patreon, you could listen to the intro, and I talk about that. And uh, I talk about the Inside You e store, Inside You e online store, and the sunspin.com, where you can get band hats and merch and uh, Zoom me. But right now, it's time. It's time, Ryan. I'm excited about Talkville, by the way. I'm really excited about Talkville. Uh, we already have Patreons on the. Um, on, on TalkVille that are supporting that new podcast. And the podcast hasn't even aired yet.
1: It's a fun one.
0: It's, it's a fun. I'm having fun doing it. We've only recorded a few, but just hearing your perspective yeah. on episodes. Fresh who perspective. Someone has seen it. A, an, adult, mm. an adult perspective. <laughs> uh-huh. An adult. is sound like Owen Wilson there. It's like, wow. it's like someone who hasn't even really watched the show, and now you're watching it. It's like really cool.
1: I how, gotta how tell Luke about this one man. Can how I wow. how tell Luke about this? Wow, one? wow man! <laughs> Jesus! Jesus. <laughs> it's uh, fun though. It's good. I, I, I love, I'm enjoying
0: it. I'm, I'm enjoying. It. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. It's, it only works if people listen. So mm-hmm. hopefully you guys will listen. Uh, here we go. These are the uh, Patreon top tiers. These are the people that give back the most to the podcast, and they are worthy, very worthy of a shout out. And here we go nancy d leah s sarah v little lisa yukiko jill e brian h nico p robert b jason w you know it's funny i could say all these people's last names even though it's just initials they give me yeah bryce gives me here Hmm. and i just know that uh you know jason w i know who that is it's it's got to be jason weaver it's dream weaver (laughs) Kristen. it's got to be Kristen kia <laughs> uh, anyway, I'll stop. Raj C, Joshua D, CJP, Jennifer N, Stacy L, Jamal F, Janelle B, Kimberly E, Mike E, El Don Supremo, ninety nine more. Ramira, Santiago M, Chad W, Leanne P, Janine R, Maya P, Maddie S, Belinda N, Chris H, Dave H, Sheila G, Brad D, Ray H, Tabitha T, Tom N, Liliana A, Betsy D, correct. Chad L, Rochelle, Marion, Meg K, Trav L. Dan N, Big Stevie, W, Angel M, and C, Corey K, Super, Sam, Dev, Nexon, Michelle A, Jeremy C, Andy T, Cody, uh, R, correct, Gavin Ader, David C, John B, Brandy D, Yavor, Camille S, The, C, Joey,
1: L, M, oh, Willie
0: F, David H, Design OTG, and of course Eugene and
1: Uh Leah,
0: correct, Chris P., Nikki G, Corey, Katie B, Nicole, Patricia, Heather L, Jake B, James B, Bobbitt, Megan T, Mel S, Orlando C, John B, Caroline R, Rob E, Paul C, Christine S, Sarah S, Eric H, Spring, Jennifer R, Shane R, Emma R, Mark M, Jeremy V, who has spoken, Andrew M, Robert G, Zatoichi 77, Andreas N, Alexandra, and Chris R. It'd make it easy if you put all the name with R as the last initial. It'd be easier for you. Mm-hmm. And then I can go, so-and-so, R, blank, mm-hmm. R, blank, R,
1: R, 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 R. help if they're all R's, too.
0: Guys, we love li- having you listen. We love you um, for supporting this podcast. There are many podcasts out there, but you choose us, at least as one of your podcasts to listen to. And I know there are a lot of uh, podcasts out there. So I thank you from deep in the bottom of my heart. And uh I guess that's it, Ryan. You got anything else? You want to promote something?
1: <laughs> Jeez, uh, no. Well, why don't you ge- promote the new podcast that you're on? What the Talkville? <laughs> <laughs> what the Talkville? Uh, uh, yeah, the Talkville. It's it's a podcast about Smallville. It is.
0: It's a podcast about, about Smallville. We're excited about it uh love you guys be good to yourself um from the hollywood hills in california i am michael rosenbaum
1: i'm ryan tayaz
0: a little wave to the camera uh we love you guys seriously be good to yourselves uh and thank you for allowing me to be inside of each and every one of you take care i can't wait to, for you to hear the new podcast and let me know what you think about it all right we'll see you